since your team started to work on this. And from the 0.9, we are now at 1.6% click-through rate. So that's wow. almost doubled the traffic you get from Google on your results. And this basically is really be tracked back on just being more concise. So we've doubled the traffic from Google to our website by removing stuff. Essentially, yes. <laughs> I love it. This is Superfast Business with James Schramko. James Schramko. Helping you build your business super fast. James Franco here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com, episode 723. Today, I brought along a special guest, Gert Malek, who is an SEO expert. He's from a business called seoleverage.com. And in the course of him being a member of Superfast Business, I got to know him and what he does, and I started referring him to a few of my other clients, and they kept coming back to me saying, wow, thank you for the referral. Gert was able to really help us out, and we got a big transformation with our website. So I went back to Gert and said, Gert, would you have a look at our website at superfastbusiness.com, keeping in mind that we used to run an SEO business. So we know the basics, and we used to be really on top of this. But it's been about three years since we sold our SEO business and we've been busy doing other things, publishing our book, Work Less, Make More, running our Silver Circle coaching community and building out some side projects. So Gert could come in and have a look as outside eyes on our website. And in this episode, I want to share with you what Gert found when he came to look at our site and what we've done in the short period since the audit to our site and importantly, what sort of results we got. So firstly, let's introduce Gert. Hey there, Gert. Good to speak with you. Hey, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure because I basically discovered your podcast a few years back and discovered what you do and how you help businesses uh, streamline their efforts and actually make much more working less. So that's a special pleasure to be a guest here today. Well, I've really enjoyed getting to know you. And the most important thing for me is when my community members help each other and they get results for each other. And since we came on board and did that website review, we've gotten even closer and the business partnerships, you're now in Silver Circle. I help you grow seoleverage.com. And you're seeing some significant growth, which is tremendous because I want to make sure I repay the favor and get you a great result. <laughs> Absolutely, we do. But importantly, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And I'd love it if we could just open up the SEO report from where we're up to now. And if you could just start off by giving a little overview, and I'm kind of opening up the kimono here, and I'm sharing a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff with our listener. When you first had a look at Superfast Business, what sort of things were we finding that needed work? Essentially, even before the audit, I already knew this is going to be a very complex site just because you guys are so prolific in content creation with so many episodes in podcasts, so many transcriptions, so much content out there to help businesses grow. Whenever you have a lot of content, you need to find a way to structure it properly. So for example, on your site, there are roughly 10,000 pages. So this is quite an amount to put into structure. We had like 2,000 redirections. We have 1,500 different WordPress tags that have been built up over time. And it's nothing too strange. It's just a normal way of growing a site. You migrate from one system to the other one. You usually don't want to lose the content you had before, especially when you got rankings. You just transfer everything to the new site, to the new environment, and keep working, keep talking about essentially the same things and giving more detail, bring on more experts about the same topic. So it's basically the challenge to really 
see what is working because only a small part of pages are usually ranking and really driving organic traffic from Google. See what's working, how can we strengthen this and how can we make sure that the other pages that are maybe too similar to the ranking content are not distracting Google from what we want them to rank. And you also have to consider that there's a few factors. Firstly, it, it no longer became our core business so we didn't have an SEO specialist in our team just focusing on our site. We just had a good basic understanding of SEO in terms of site title, how we're going to write the content, categories and those sort of things. And the other thing to consider is that over time, some SEO practices or techniques actually change. And we're dealing with a site here that's been going for you know a long time, like half a decade or more yep. at superfastbusiness.com. I mean, before Superfast Business, this site I think it actually ended up being the recipient of what used to be internet marketing speed, mm-hmm. fastwebformula.com, buywithbonus.com. There was the SEO site and the website uh, website development site at various points ported content into this site. So it basically had a mashup of content from all these different places and that's how we ended up with 10,000 pages. And then, of course, it turns out that in the beginning, you're getting rewarded for more and more content on similar topics and you know tags used to be very, very, very powerful. But what we discovered is there's been some subtle changes in the way that Google responds to it and we've actually started making it a bit harder for Google to figure out which content it should promote of the 20 different versions of a similar theme because over time, over 10 years, you've got enough time to actually overlay several episodes on the similar theme. I mean, we've got a lot of other podcasts on the SEO topic over the years, so we have to start differentiating and treating them differently in our online website structure. So we also had a few pages that weren't available, you know, some common sort of errors like a 404 error. We had some duplicate page titles for some reason. I'm not sure how that happened. (laughs) We had some missing meta descriptions. We had some previous sort of HTTP version of website redirects instead of the HTTPS. And I'm not sure when we changed that. I know it was a long time ago. But again, we had so much old content there. We had quite a few unavailable pages. And we had a little bit of a low click-through rate from Google, which obviously, you know, 0.9% is concerning. It's saying the content is not giving Google what it wants. And we want to give Google what they want. We're not trying to cheat them or trick them or hack them. We just want to have a really well-performing site. And it was a little bit slow on desktop and mobiles, even though we used to develop websites. We've talked about mobile-first development. We have talked about site speed numerous times. But again, over time, it's easy to sort of slip and to not stay on top of that. So how would you sort of summarize the health of our site in general when you first laid eyes on it, you know, behind the scenes with logins and access to our data? I think we're basically doing site audits every day. And uh, it wasn't too different from what we usually see. It was just scaled up quite a bit due to the huge amount of content. So we think this was different. I've been in this game for 19 years now. This was different 10 years ago. Sites wouldn't be that big. They wouldn't have such a long history. Now we have websites that have been growing over time and have been growing in a manner uh, that's not exactly healthy. And as you were saying, Google has changed a lot, right? So if you had an SOP in place, a process in place where you would place a certain amount of tags in the past, this has been growing. Google views tags in a different way now or tags might be overlapping too much over time. So this is really our point as a consulting firm where we try to always be on top of what Google expects. And this is different for a certain niche. 
So in your niche, Google might expect different things than in another niche. And it's really a matter of going in there, see what Google ranks, and then figure out how we can tweak a website to do exactly this in an even better form. And was there anything good about our site when you did the audit? Absolutely. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I know my team listened to this. and Absolutely. We don't fo- want to focus on the tend to technical, but there were three things that are very outstanding. So you had a very good bounce rate, right. which essentially means people, when they get to your site, they want to learn more. They do more clicks. They consume more content, which also definitely translates into your conversions. Yep. You have a very strong backlink profile. Your brand is consolidated in the space. People know you. People know your podcast. People know your site. You get very good links from authoritative people in this space. So when you have a strong domain authority, what happens is that whatever content you create on top of this domain is going to rank much faster than on a weak domain. Right. So for us as SEO consultants, it's like like a head start you get when you want to build up new content. We might be talking later about how to get more traffic, how to grow the traffic to a website in terms of new content. And domain authority is definitely, definitely key. And then your site had a very good usability. So what we see very often, you mentioned mobile first. So definitely the theme was in your minds, on the minds of your team when you built the site, when the site was designed. Today, it's really more than half of people are going to consume a website's content on their mobile phones. If you don't like to navigate your website on your phone and you prefer to do it on the desktop, it's probably for a reason. Gotcha. Right? So definitely the usability of your site was outstanding. This really helps because it essentially removes a lot of the technical part that might be involved in creating a better positioning on Google for a website. It removed this from the equation so we can focus with your team on content structure and content optimization. Now let's just talk about that process for a minute. I'm interested in the way that we've worked together and also maybe compare that to how you might typically work with someone else. So I'll ask you in a minute to describe how we worked together and then Mm -hmm. just let me know if that's different to how someone listening to this would work with you. If they're listening to this and they say, yeah, I want to get an audit from Gert and see if he can help our website, is it going to be the same process or is it different? It's essentially the same process. We follow a proven structure in our audits. We refine it every day, every month at least, and add more things and tweak more things to what Google expects at a certain time of at a certain time, and also based on the type of the website. So if this is an e-commerce site, we look into different things than if it's a content website or if the website has podcasts, etc. But essentially, it's the same structure. So we would ask the client for access to their Google Analytics and Google Search Console, so we can do a proper analysis and see what Google actually does with the website. Google Search Console is very important because it's basically the only resource you have on how many impressions you get, how many times your search results are coming up for certain queries for certain URLs. It also tells you a lot about the health of the website from the eyes of Google. So is there any mobile issue? Sometimes you have like a horizontal scrolling or something like this because the programming wasn't done right or the theme is not compatible with a plugin or something like that. So Google Search Console is definitely essential. And then we also look at Google Analytics, especially we're focusing on conversions, which very often in SEO gets a little bit to the back because we really want to know what organic content is doing. So one of the first things we do with consulting clients very often is we establish a custom report on Google where we see where the traffic lands and how it converts because this very often streamlines the SEO efforts. You might have a client focusing on a certain keyword 
But then if you prove to them that this keyword is not the converting one, but it's a longer keyword, he didn't really consider this bringing in conversions or some URL where he answers a question and this page wasn't even considered. We want clients to really know what's working right now, what's happening with their SEO right now. And it might even be that there are no organic conversions. That's also a very important information so they can see if there is a positive return on investment on SEO improvements for them, right? Right. And in our case, I'm the business owner. I'm creating content and I'm doing a bit of the strategy, thinking about what I want to talk about. Like, you know, I want to have Gert come on and talk about what we're doing with SEO. Like, that's my decision. After me, after I record, it's then team, they take over and I don't log in and tune up my website. I've got a team members to do that. So what we did is we brought you into our team into the Slack channel and we created an SEO channel and you were dealing directly with my webmaster and a couple of other team members who were involved in content. That made it much easier for me because I'm not the one that's going to do the stuff. It made it really easy for my team to deal directly with the person who's consulting on this and actually directing the changes and what's happening. How did you find working with our team is this the sort of process you do with others absolutely we either have people direct their questions about the audit etc to a help desk so we use help scout normal help desk ticket system just to get things in order and make sure those tickets are answered first and another option we offer is connecting directly to the slack channel of our clients we usually have like a period of 30 days after an audit where we assist the clients and their team or their developer with questions so we might they even might have a freelance programmer who is not sure of how to implement something so they can direct their questions directly to us so it gets done in a more efficient way and we also make a point in walking people through the audit so the audit might be i think the current version usually comes out at about about 60 70 pages full of information screenshots explanation every part has their analysis why this is important how it affects your rankings what you can do to tune it etc but it's a lot of information okay so we make a point in usually recording a video explaining the audit and then very often we jump on a call with clients or their team or their CMO to really talk about the analysis more in detail so the information gets really clear. It's a lot of information you get. You get like a 360 degree insight into what is right now happening with your site, what's working, what's not working, what might not be a good idea that 10 years ago seemed to be one. And we really want that the information comes across in the appropriate way because we're trying to see results. Basically, we have a focus of getting every site audit ready for a great case study. We afterwards want to publish. So that's our approach. And this really requires that the changes are getting implemented in the correct way. So in our case, I found it really educational. My team were really interested in the report and we treated it as a work order. Mm. So I asked the team, can they work their way through it? Now, it's important to point out at this point, we have not finished implementing all of the suggestions, but we certainly made some good headway in some of the most critical ones because we prioritize which ones should be having the highest impact. And can't remember when we started this process, how many months would you say it's been so far? It's probably a couple of months or so of implementation. And in the meantime, we've had things to do like promote Superfast Business Live. We've been setting up two brand new new projects on different platforms on 10X Pro for our business. So we didn't dedicate all of that time to this project, but we have done some things and it would be worth coming back later when we've continued doing stuff. I can tell you, for example, some of the things that we are working on right now, and I just had a team meeting today, is we've got 
got some really epic feature content posts coming that group together a topic that you've identified we should be specifically focusing on and then we're going to be linking from that epic post back to the various sub posts that belong to that group or that silo or related to that topic you went into that sort of with a diagram in the super fast business membership training that you provided which was fantastic and it really makes sense when you have a visual representation of that category theme and then very similar logical related posts so that's something we're working on that i think will have a big impact but let's just have a look at what sort of results we've gotten so far in just a couple of months doing the first few things on the list for example i know we did things like speed up our website and i know that we started stripping away tags we probably halved the number of tags we have on our website Mm -hmm. we fixed up the obvious things like the pages where there's a 404 error that where it's going nowhere and uh, we fixed up things like making descriptions unique etc so some of the basic stuff Mm -hmm. i'm not sure what else we've done technically but you might explain that but let's have a look at some of the results so far that the pruning and restructuring has done so the pruning was very important because it translated directly into an increase of click-through rate like you mentioned you had a 0.9% click-through rate at the beginning yep. with tons of keywords that were absolutely not related, ranking on pages 3, 4, 8, etc. on Google, where they don't really have an impact on traffic, but they have an impact on your overall rating that Google gets on your site. And this is why you had a 0.9 rating. What happened after the pruning is that while the keywords ranking on the pages 3, 4, 8, etc. went down, the rankings on page 1 went up. Right. Okay? So by pruning the website, Google gets a better idea of what you want to rank for and can then give you more qualified traffic. So someone searching for something very related where you give a very good answer on your website, we see the bounce rate, which are great, are more likely to click on your result, which then translates into the click-through rate. So just now, it has been growing since your team started to work on this. And from the 0.9, we are now at 1.6% click-through rate. So that's wow. almost doubled the traffic you get from Google on your results. Right. So that's basically doubling the traffic. And this basically is really be tracked back on just being more concise. So we've doubled the traffic from Google to our website by removing stuff. Essentially, yes. <laughs> I love it. There's really rank more, <laughs> content less. Publish less. <laughs> what about things like the average pages per session? That was an interesting one as well, and it also comes back to the click-through rate because you had like an average pages per session of 2.8. This went up to 3.2 in January and to four pages per session in February, right? Right, so it's like a 45% increase on how many pages people... It's a 45% increase. People that now come to your site are much more likely to convert, are much more likely to want to know your brand. So it's not only the rankings that count, but also the quality of traffic that you bring to your website. People very often only focus on their visitors and don't take into account how many of them bounce. What do visitors actually do? Are they still on the site? Are they converting? Do they sign up for any newsletters or subscriptions or whatever you offer? And that's an important one. And we have also seen that since your team started to work on the audit implementations, rankings on the top three positions have been growing. So you have more rankings on the top three and you have more rankings on the top 10. So essentially, you have like a 30% increase in rankings on page one, which are really affecting organic traffic. Then when comparing this to what you did before, and essentially, you're probably uh, about 20% in in the action steps we at at the end of each audit in terms of implementation, right? So this was very interesting to see how Google reacts 
when you have them focus their attention more on the important stuff. Google has something that's called a crawling budget. Okay. I always compare this and say, look, it costs money for Google to crawl your website, right? So you don't want to waste their money, right? Wasting their money would mean having them crawl pages with very or no value at all. And this was in your, on your site, for example, some tags, every tag you add in WordPress, for example, creates a separate page. Google is going to crawl in a normal configuration setting, right? If this tag is only used once, there is just one tiny snippet of a post there that's not bringing any value. The, the page seems empty. Google is never going to rank it. It's never going to take it into account. It's not doing anybody any service. And this would be a waste of Google's resources, right? So what we're trying to do very often is really make Google's life easier, have them save money. <laughs> Sounds funny when you talk about Google, but really have them save money, have them save their processing power for what you really want to rank, what really has an impact, what really impacts your conversions and where people, users really get value out of it. Because at the end of the day, Google wants to provide value to their users through your website. Right. So if you're in a dark room, it's like having a flashlight pointing at exactly what you want to spotlight instead of having exactly. dim lighting throughout the whole room and making it difficult to see what we're supposed to be focused on. Absolutely. So we had a couple of technical issues, of course, we're still working on because over time you create a lot of content and we're still working on the duplication, the missing marker head ups and some meta descriptions and page titles. And of course, the content structure, I think, is really where we're going to have the big wins when we start putting those nice pillar content content articles and then structuring the links to the correct posts within the site because we have a lot of themes and you can imagine with 723 podcast episodes there's automatically 723 posts so we it's like how do we bundle those into themes and categories and mm -hmm. link them together with a really good strong pillar post structure so i'm pretty excited about where it's going i want to express my gratitude for you getting involved and for helping us out and i also want to acknowledge my team and their humility in accepting someone from outside to come in and just show us what we should be doing. We had a little bit of help with the site speed as well from Justin from TuneWP. I have to give him a shout out because he got our site loading so quickly that uh, one of our other friends who was helping us on the site did a speed test the other day and it just blew him away. I think the site loaded in under half a second for him on the thing that he was checking and he's like, how the hell did you guys do that? But we wouldn't have sped up the site if it didn't come up in your report and I'm really encouraged by the results. I mean, just some of those stats that you've mentioned to get pretty much, we're getting twice the result from Google that we got before without adding anything just by taking stuff away. Right. And people are looking at half as much content again as what they were looking at before and we're getting an extra third more rankings than we had before and this is just as we start down the pathway. So this was a really valuable audit. I appreciate your commitment to helping our team. I hope my team have been communicating well with you, Gert, and uh, good to deal with. They definitely listen to this podcast, so any, anything you want to say about them, go for it. <laughs> it's a pleasure to deal with them. We're in touch almost every day and point out things uh, one to the other. It's a real pleasure. They are so dedicated and they are very fast executing. You just point out something and, and the next day it's essentially done and they just confirm back. It's a real pleasure. You've got a great team there and I'm looking forward to what we're going to do in the next weeks and months. Yep. Well, you know, I promised to get you on a podcast to talk about our results because I figured that might help you make sure we get a good result. <laughs> and <laughs> the team knew that we we're going to have the spotlight on us. So this is, you know, one of those underneath the hood showing our audience what's going on 
behind the scenes at superfastbusiness.com. You know, our preferred suppliers are always popular with our listeners because we're doing the road testing and the bench testing. And I've got to say, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you too, Gert. And uh, if you're listening to this and you want an SEO audit, head over to seoleverage.com. It's the same supply source that I've used for superfastbusiness.com. And we are getting the results. I'm sure you can look them up on any of the SEO type tools that exist out there and validate the results we're getting. But we've seen them in our own analytics and whatever reporting tools are available. Gert's been a pleasure to deal with. And what I am looking forward to is an update on this. We'll come back in a future episode. We'll talk about what happened when we rolled out our new content structure and uh, we'll see where we can take this. So, you know, while everyone's talking about all the sexy stuff like Facebook ads and videos and all the rest of it, just keep in mind that Google is an absolute powerhouse and your website can be such a tremendous asset if you build it up over time. Like we get a lot of our sales coming from direct search and people looking for things that we happen to rank for. So there you have it, Gert. Absolutely epic update. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's episode 723. If you want to listen back to some of that technical jargon, find it on Super fastbusiness.com and we fully transcribe this episode and uh, of course all of those lovely keywords are part of what's driving that google visitation to our website and if you got here to this post on Superfast business because you did a google search it'd be really funny if you comment in the comments there below because that's proving the point discover how to build your business super fast check out superfastbusiness.com